Magandang araw po mga kababayan. Welcome po sa ika-23 na kabanata ng Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Please sign up for subscription at usapangpinoyga at gmail.com. All we need is your last name, first name, and email address. Malapit na po ang Hunyo na sinimulan kong tawaging Philippine Independence Month celebration dahil sunod-sunod po ang mga gaganaping mga aktibidad. Nakamit po natin ang ating kalayaan mula sa Espanya noong ikalabing dalawang alaw ng Hunyo sa tam- taong 1898. So last episode po, we featured ang mga series of activities and events na magaganap sa buwan ng Hunyo para ipagdiwang ang ating kalayaan, kabilang na rin ang preservation ng ating history. Kaya naman po, ang bisita nating podcaster ngayon ay walang iba kundi ang presidente ng Filipino-American National Historical Society, Georgia Tap Chapter, who will talk about what FANS is all about, its mission, and its goal to preserve the history of Filipino immigration in this great country, especially in Georgia. Bago ko po siya imbitahin na sumalo sa atin, narito po ang mga importanteng anunsyo. Ang unang-una po, sa June 4th, 2022, we have Rock the Art Market from 1.30pm to 6.30pm. Featuring Rock the Park Uptown Funk Bruno Mars Tribute Band. Ito po ay uh, handog sa inyo ng Citizens Exchange. So for details, please go to citizenexchange.biz, that's B-I-Z, slash events. Again, citizenexchange.biz slash events. Yung pangalawa po sa June 5 is the Kalayaan Family Fun Day Philippine Festival. And this is from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And it will be held at Medlock Pavilion at Picnicville Park, 4758 South Old Peachtree Road, Peachtree Corners, Georgia. Ang contact po ito, ang contact po dito ay si Ms. Pia Dina Valeriano sa piadinavalariano at gmail.com Ang pangatlo po, sa June 6 naman, meron, kami, meron tayong conversation with a historian and an author, si Mr. Vic Romero, focusing on Philippine history. Uh, and the focus is on history that people do not know about, yung ibang version. So this is brought to you by the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce of Georgia via Zoom at 6 p.m. Abangan po ang announcement sa aming website o kaya sa Facebook. Of course, sa June 12 po ay ang Kalayaan Gala Night and ang ating pong contact ay si Isa Thompson at isajthompson at gmail.com and the event will be held at Southern Exchange Ballroom 200 Peachtree Street Northwest Atlanta 30303. And this is from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And, ang dami po. Sabi ko sa inyo, ang daming mga nangyayari sa June. June 25 is the United Nations of Play. And Galing Foundation Incorporated represents the Philippines at the Children's Museum of Atlanta. 
a project of the mayor. And this is a combination of arts, music, cultural exhibits, and presentations para po um, maipakita at maapag-aralan ng mga bata at i- ang iba-ibang kultura ng um, ibang nasyon. Mga ibang nasyon. Ngayon po, gusto kong ipakilala sa inyong ating bisitang podcaster, pero ako po ay magbabas. Ngayon po, mga kababayan, gusto kong ipakilala sa inyo ang ating bisitang podcaster na si Alexandria Thompson, President of the Filipino-American Historical Society, Georgia Chapter. She is also the, the National Fans Trustee. So welcome, Alexandria. Hi. So thank you for gracing us with your presence today. And um, as part of our celebration of Kalayaan Month, I thought is it is very timely that uh, and appropriate to shed light on fans in Georgia and what it is about. Can you tell the listeners what fans is and why it was created? Yes. So fans stands for the Filipino American National Historical Society, and it is the oldest um, Filipino American organization um, still in um, still active. Uh, in the country, and the reason that Fonts was created was um, to to collect, to protect, um, and to share and disseminate uh, Filipino-American history. Um, and it was started by um, uh, Fred and uh, Dorothy Cordova in Seattle, Washington, two Filipino-Americans who realized that um, they sort of were the keepers of our stories and needed to document um, our experiences here in the United States. That's very cool. With, with when you said collection and pre- preservation, documenting and preservation, um, does that mean you have documents or um, do you have any artifacts that um, you all collect? Yes. So um, funds is keeps the we call them the Pinoy National Archives in Seattle, Washington, and basically it is like a almost like a um, a, a home style academic library. I'm sorry, you might hear my son here. <laughs> um, but it is a library of resources um, that uh, we have that are is on basically all Filipino American um, information. So we have uh, records for people. We also have photos. We have campaign pamphlets um, so that scholars can come and uh, use our library to research, research information. So these libraries are, is located in, did you say in Seattle? Yes, they're in Seattle. Okay. But is, all, is there also an electronic version of this that can be shared to Nationwide? Or is that there still is, in the project? That's still in um, our, uh, is still in progress. We're hoping to um, develop that over the next several years. We're really going through that process of figuring out how to sustainably digitize our resources. That's good news. Um, so what is the FANS impact on the Filipino-American community? 
Well, I think one of the most important things is that we really educate people, not just Filipinos and Filipino Americans, on the impact that we have in the country, but we also educate others about it because Filipino American history is just American history. And it's really important that people understand our contributions to American society. And so I think that's one of the largest things. Now, some specific things that the Filipino American National Historical Society does is we help with historical designations. For example, we have um, set up plaques uh, at Morro Bay, where the first Filipino landed in North America. We also have a historical designation and plaque in Louisiana in the San Malo community where the first Filipino-American settlement um, was. Mm -hmm. And so those are the types of things that we work on with, um, with the community. That's great. And so how many chapters are there in, in the whole nation um, under FANS? There are currently 40 chapters all around um, the country. Wow. So I know that uh, the FANS in Georgia has, just been, uh, has been established a few years ago, and um, there is a Georgia chapter. And I introduced you as the president of um, FANS Georgia. So can you... Um, tell us what the projects are of FANS Georgia and what has it done locally for our community? Yeah, so the first thing that we've done with FANS Georgia is we really wanted to get to know our community. And so we have been um, doing a project to collect oral histories um, with StoryCorps, which is um, you know a national program that collects stories. You might hear some of those stories on NPR Actually, one of our good friends um, of Fond, Georgia, um, Mike uh, Pimentel from Adobo ATL, actually his story was on the radio. Um, but we collect these oral histories and record them, and they are archived into the National Archives, and they go into the National Pinoy Archives. And so we are figuring out a way to share these oral histories with the community, but that is our that has been our main project. But we've also done some um, community building ourselves. We just had um, our first ever cultivating Kapwa event where we had community members share um, their uh, work and do paper presentations. Um, and so some of them were historical projects. Other um, people shared some of their um, projects that they had done for academic work. Um, and so we were able to listen and to watch those presentations. And we also were able to um, share some Filipino-American um, cultural activities like dancing, and um, we had our some food vendors. So it was really a, a spectacular event um, to really reboot after sort of being dormant with the pandemic. I know. I saw, I saw the uh, posts about that event, and I, a lot of the Chamber of Commerce uh, members attended. And I also uh, saw the topics that were presented during the breakout sessions. And I was wondering, because a lot of the members were not able to come, do you have any recording of all the presentations that were done, especially by your keynote speaker, whom I heard was very good? Yes. So we do have 
Well, we have a recording of our keynote speaker um, online, and so we have to make that available um, on our YouTube channel. And so we are just still getting all of that sorted out. But we were we did record that, and so we will make that available. Um, and we also asked uh, we didn't have the capacity to record all of the presentations. Mm-hmm. However, um, the folks who participated de- did share. Um, a write-up of their presentations so that we can keep those in our archive. That's wonderful. That's great. And also, um, for those folks who do not know, uh, FANS has been participating um, in the uh, Filipino-American Historical Month celebration, which was uh, started back in 2019. And uh, for those who don't know, I, I am the lead person for that project for the community as well. And fans, I think it was um, your one of your board members who was the speaker in 2019, and then we did the, um, the virtual celebration in 2020 and 2021. So hopefully this year we're, we're gonna be um, doing it face-to-face, and for sure we would like for you to do some presentation during the symposium as well. That would be great, and um, yes, I do remember the um, uh, Audrey, one of our, our members, presented uh, in 2019. Mm-hmm. And then in 2020, I remember several days um, before the symposium, I actually had my baby and uh, could not make it. So I remember having to coax my sister into presenting <laughs> for me because I was like, I, I'm still in the hospital. You have to help me. Yeah. Um, so it was, but that's a, that was a, a big memory of mine is that I was like, oh gosh, I've got to figure out what to do. Uh, she was like, you definitely can't do it from the hospital. <laughs> that's right. But she, it was, it was a very good, very successful presentation though. But so um, for those who don't know, fans is uh, a permanent part of the fam celebrations because this is the reason for your existence. Um, it's yeah. the historical um uh, providing the history of the immigration of Filipinos in Georgia. Um, yes, and <coughs> FONS was actually the organization that established um, October as Filipino American History Month. Um, our founders uh, advocated um, and actually had that designation mm-hmm. um, to be nationally recognized. And so that is the work of FONS. And so if yes. anything, folks can take away from this is that with our fan celebrations, um, Fonz was the organization that really uh, codified that nationally. Yes, yes. I believe I, I did mention that last year in our mm-hmm. uh, opening. Now, tell me, how, because this is very important to preserve our um, history so that our younger generations would uh, know, how can the locals, how can people become involved in Fans Georgia? So one of the ways that you can come become involved is you should definitely follow our social media pages because we have um, information that we share there. And so that's, that's a very easy entry point. And so our Facebook and Instagram handles are at Fonz, G-A-S-A-N-H-S-G-A, at Fonz, G-A. Um, and that's where we post all of our information for meetings, 
and um, any events that we're hosting. Or we also like to post any Filipino-American events happening in um, basically the Southeast, honestly, but definitely in the Atlanta area. Um, so that's an easy way to get involved. All of our activities and events are um, welcomed everybody. Um, and so if, even if you are not a member, you are welcome to walk up to any of our events mm-hmm. um, and join in. You can also, if you want more specific information, message us. Um, send us an email at fondsga at gmail.com. Great, great. Um, before I let you go, I want to know... Do you, um, with, with your research and interviewing um, our immigrants, is there a piece of Filipino-American history that has um, been overlooked or is often overlooked? I think one of the, the pieces of information um, and ideas that is often overlooked is that a Filipino-American um, immigration, especially for the, those of us who are on the East Coast and especially in the Southeast, that our immigration stories started um, with our parents or grandparents, but likely after 1965, right, because of that, the uh, most common wave of immigration um, that we have. Mm-hmm. However, um, it's important to know that Filipinos have had a long history in the United States, even before it was considered the United States. Um, as I previously mentioned, we um, the first Filipino uh, landed in the what we now know as the United States. In the 1500s, there was a settlement of Filipinos um, in Louisiana in the um, 1600s. Um, and we even have folks who fought in the uh, American Civil War. So there's Filipino, we have at least one documented Filipino who fought in the American Civil War for the Union Army. And so this is a a tremendously long history that we have, and it's very rich history. And so um, a lot of folks may feel disconnected from from that. And so it's really important to know that we have this, this very, very long history um, with the United States um, that goes beyond just, you know, more recent immigration stories. That is so, I am so impressed. That, that is wonderful because I, I didn't know. There's still a lot of things that I didn't know. I've, I've been um, kind of working with you about the history and um, the landing of the first Filipinos in Morro Bay, and that was the start of uh, the research, but I, I didn't go beyond that or I do not know anything before that time so this is really important and it's important for our people to know that so um, before I let you go one last question do do you have any upcoming events that we want to announce to the listeners so right now we are just supporting the community with their events um, but our next um, funds event will happen in uh, October for Filipino American History Month. And so please stay posted for that information. But currently we are just supporting the community with local events there, but um, our fond hosted event won't be until um, FAM. Great, that's wonderful. And of course I will coordinate with you about uh, October as well. 
So, Alex, thank you so much. And um, I'm sure that we will speak again. And we will invite you again before October to uh, talk about the History Month celebration. Okay, great. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome back, mga kababayan. As the saying goes, hindi ka makakarating sa paroroonan kung hindi ka marunong lumingon sa pinanggalingan. Yan po ang bottom line ng fans to learn and preserve our immigration stories so we can pave the way for our younger generations to um, become leaders. So well done, fans. Bravo for the job you have done and continue to do. Ngayon naman po, let, let me switch gears and I am going to give to you the last two um, of the 12 bad, ha- bad Filipino habits we should all get rid of. If you rem- remember in the past episodes, so it's kind of inf- important for you to follow the episodes because there are, there are uh, things that I share that are, uh, has continued uh, series. Now, if there's 12, I'll, I'll give you the first three this episode and then the next three episodes, uh, next three in the next episode. So, kailangan po kayo mag-follow, in other words, like uh, listen to the uh, episodes one after the other. Anyway, it's po yung number 11. But to remind you though, um, the 12 Filipino bad habits we should all get, get rid, rid of. We, we started with yung leaving one piece of food on a platter, lit- littering and leaving trash behind, making fun of other people's broken English, yung using negra tsaka negneg or maitim as a tease, imposing your own traditions on other people, yung bahala na mentality, yung nakikipag-away sa social media, yung pagpaparinig, no regard for rules, and Filipino time. Diba? Yung lagi tayong late. So this is number 11, using the word bakla as an insult. Some people use the word bakla for a boy or a man who is a little soft, a little more gentle, or vulnerable. Some use this to bully others, and we should stop doing that. Kasi, di ba naalala nyo nung lumalaki tayo sa probinsya? Maybe the boys are like kind of medyo effeminate sila, but that doesn't mean that they're gay. Pero ang, ang sinasabi ng mga kuya o mga matatanda or yung mga uncles, like, tumigil ka nga dyan, halika dito, ano ka ba, bakla, bakla ka, ganun. So, we should get rid of that because that uh, does a number in um, this young man's self-esteem. So, yung 12 po, ang last, is greeting people with tumabaka. Let's all agree. No one likes to be greeted with this. Ang ibig sabihin for those who, uh, in English, what that means is that greeting people with, hey, you gained weight. <laughs> so people are generally conscious about their appearance, which is not a bad thing. But it is also not the nicest thing to do when, you're, when you greet someone with a comment on their weight. Some may even consider this rude. Besides, when you haven't seen someone in a while, hindi ba mas maganda na sabihin mo na ang bati mo sa kanila is, Oy, kumusta ka na? How have you been? Uh, ano na? Anong kalagayan mo? Instead of, Oy, ang taba mo ngayon. <laughs> so, uh, those are the last two. Now, I'm gonna give to you naman yung last a couple of salawikain. And this is about character and wisdom. Number eight, and you know this because we've heard this growing up. 
Nasa Dios ang awa, nasa tao ang gawa. In English, God helps those who help themselves. This proverb proverb is a direct rebuke to the bahala na mentality. Remember hearing, humayod ka kung gusto mong umasenso. Nasa Dios ang awa, pero nasa tao ang gawa. So, in English, work is hard if you want to succeed. Work hard, I'm sorry. Work hard if you want to succeed. God is gracious, but nothing will happen if you remain lazy. So, ang number nine, habang buhay, habang may buhay, may pag-asa. In English, as long as there is life, there is hope. Filipinos are the most resilient of peoples, and this prob- proverb speaks of the truth. Uh, naalala ninyo, alam ko nahihirapan ka, pero wag, wag mong kalimutan na habang may buhay, may pag-asa. Diba yun ang laging sinasabi ng ating mga kaibigan, mga teachers, mga magulang, when we uh, get into a bump or there's a, some challenges in our lives, yun ang sinasabi nila. And last but not the least, Pag may hirap, may ginhawa. When there is difficulty, there is also a relief. This is similar to the previous proverb about, about life being full of ups and downs. Yun lang po. At sa ngayon ang aking parting words from Dalai Lama. True peace with oneself and with the world around us can only be achieved through the, the development of mental peace. So try to treat whoever you meet as an old friend. This would give you the genuine feeling of happiness. It is a practice of compassion. Magpapaalam na po ako. Tandaan po ninyong mag-sign up. Tangkilikin po ang usapang pinoyga at gmail.com. Hanggang sa muli, paalam muna sa ngayon. Kami pa'y balak-balak na